friends! Welcome to Race to Rise podcast, a place where we discuss bite-sized wisdom nuggets with easy-to-follow practices to live a better life. I am your host, Mithal Patel, a parenting junkie, Ayurveda enthusiast, and an advocate of conscious living. I hate you. I want to hurt you. You're mean. I don't want to be with you. Get out of my house. How does that feel? Yes, and especially if it comes out of a five-year-old. It's sad and it's devastating. And you know what? It's triggering. That's what's happened in my household yesterday where my little one just comes from kindergarten and, you know, my husband picks him up and I happen to be home that day. And so he brings him home and he has, you know, the my our little one has a backpack in his hand and he just starts throwing everything and he's screaming, I hate you, I don't like you, you're mean, I don't want to be with you, get out of my house. And I was working, so I got up from my, you know, from my office and I was like, what's going on? Let me see. And he's just screaming and throwing, he threw his, you know, shoes off, he threw his backpack. While my husband's not even inside the house, he's still coming out, he's still closing the garage. And it's just, you know, the whole big feelings are coming out of my little one. What happens is my husband got really triggered and he is looking at me and I said, okay, I had to jump in and I had to, you know, handle the situation before something drastic happens. But I really want to ask you that question. What is going on here? Like, what do you think is happening and if you have certain situation happening in your household whether it's your kindergartner or you know like one from second grade or your child from you know or your preteen or teen the behavior that you know when the things don't go that way what happens like is there anything triggering and i would really like us to pause here for you know for 30 seconds and ask ourselves Have I ever witnessed any situations like this? And if I have, what were my thoughts? What's my response or reaction to certain situation? And I want to share mine. My first response whenever this something like this is happening in the house is always intervene. Because at this point, I know that this is a safety concern because, you know, the five-year-old is throwing his shoes and he's throwing his backpack and he'll because he's going through that phase where he'll throw everything. That's how his anger comes out. And so my initial response was to intervene and separate him from the dad. Then the, you know, as soon as I separate him and I always, always try to take him in a, in a space where it's just me and him and no one's around so that he can open up to me and I can create that safe space for him. I can, you know, I can give him that space where he can express his feelings. Doesn't matter how dark they are. Doesn't matter how, you know, the big emotions, because I know that I'm not afraid of his feelings. And I only do that when I feel like I am in that headspace and I am self-regulated. So sometimes if that's triggering to me, I walk out first and, you know, I take my, you know, I take my breaths or I, I remind myself that, you know, 
he's not giving me hard time he's having a hard time and so as soon as i'm you know as soon as i am done reminding myself i will go to him you know i take him i separate him and so yesterday what i did was i took him and we went in one room but then dad of course followed us in that room so then i took him out and i just took him outside i have a swing outside so just it was a little chilly outside, so I took his blanket and I just went outside with him. And then I said, oh my God, what just happened here? Must be like, you know, you must have like really, really big feelings. There has to be like, you must be really upset to say that to dad. What's going on? Like, I, I really want to help you. How can I help you? And so when I asked, you know, as soon as I, as soon as he heard me asking, how can I help you? And, you know, what's going on? It was such a leading question for him that, you know, that he was able to, like, you know, look at me. And as soon as he looked at me, I, I asked him again, like, because the way he's a manifester and the way it works for him, the communication wise, I have to ask him, like, powerful leading questions and open ended questions. And so I asked him, like, are you hungry? You know, are you thirsty? Are you, like, what's happening? I want to hear what it's, did something happen in school? And at that point, I left it. I left it for him to, you know, say and share his response. And the first thing I hear from him is that, you know what happened today? And I said, what? And he's like, Lily wasn't in the bus today. And she didn't even come to school today. So that clicked. Okay, he has a friend who is, you know, who he goes to school with. They go to bus together. They sit next to each other in the classroom. They happen to be, you know, classmates and happen to be on the same table. And they also sit in the bus together. So that was it. I found the answer. Something happened at school where he was really upset about it. And, you know, on top of it, when he came from school, he wanted to go to playground and dad said no. So it all just added. And so he was really upset and it just came out. And so after hearing that, like, of course, you know, I acknowledge and validated like, oh my goodness, that must be really upsetting. As soon as he hears me, he nods his head and I said, I know sometimes things just like things gets really upsetting. Like with me too, it happens at work and I'm having a hard time too. And so that's why, you know what I do when I'm having a hard time and when I'm really upset, I come home and I ask you for extra hugs. Those extra hugs are always for because I had a hard time. And so if you want, I can also give you extra hugs today if you want. Or I can, so he goes like, no. So I said, would you like me to give you kisses? And he goes like, no. I said, all right. Seems like you want maybe a food, you know, maybe you want food or you want something else. And he goes like, yes, I'm hungry and I want to eat. So like, you know, after that conversation, I, yes, of course, he ate and then it all melted down. And then all he wanted to do is talk because that's one of his thing when he's having a hard time and he is really, really upset or, you know, he's experiencing big feelings. He wants to talk. He wants to just tell me everything and he just wants that space where nobody is watching him or nobody's looking at him except it's just me and him so I truly believe that it's so important to 
understand that sometimes transitions are really hard for kids. Or, you know, if something happened at school and they're not able to cope up with it in school, so when they come home, that whole thing is just burst out. And I, you know, I also believe that this is a healthy way of dealing with the situation instead of, so I had two choices in this, you know, in this matter when he said, I hate you, you're mean, I don't like you, you want I want you to get out of the house. I had two options to go, go with. First one, I could have got, you know, I could have gotten mad at him and I could have said something to, or I could have, you know, like punished him or blame or shamed him for what, for expressing his feelings or I validate his feelings and we work together. And so it is always best, of course, it's always best to use the second option. But before we do that, we need to remind ourselves. So today, like, I just wanted to share that story because it's such a powerful for, you know, for even for me sometime when I reflect like how I handle every situation, because it's his, it's a repeated behavior for him when he is really upset or when things don't go his way or, you know, just the way he wants it, for him, it comes out as anger. Anger is his, is his, the first emotion. Everything for him comes out as anger, frustration, but he'll throw things, right? And he'll say, he'll say the upsetting words. And so what I, what I did in here, I wanted to, I just want to summarize it is first thing I did was intervene. Second thing was I self-regulated myself and reminded myself that my child is not giving me a hard time, rather he's having a hard time. Third, I tried to have the, you know, I tried to break the ice by having conversation, by asking him leading question and then providing the space for him to express his feelings. Once he expresses his feeling, then I go forth, I acknowledge and validate his feeling that it's okay to be upset you know, his friend wasn't there. And I hear, I know, you know, I hear you that it's, it must be really upsetting. So when we validate their feeling, they understand that it's okay to have the big feelings. And then, you know, lastly, I also ended up the conversation by setting the boundaries that it's okay to be upset, but I want you, I won't let you use those words. You know, I won't, it's truly okay to be upset. So, but we have to put that, set that boundaries so that they understand that it's okay to be upset, but it's not okay to hurt someone, right? It, it's completely fine. We can, we can work through. And I always, always also remind him too, that doesn't matter what the behavior is. I and dad, you know, daddy, we always love him regardless of his behaviors. So just just remember that it's not personal. You know, he's he is good. He's just having a hard time. And it's just that he's learning to communicate his feelings and wants. And so when when a child is saying hurtful words, it just means that they need help. And right now it's in that moment it's our job to help them, right? And eventually, they, they learn over time. It takes time. It's a reputation, right? I mean, research says that if we want to master a skill, it, we need to practice it for 10,000 hours. He hasn't, he's a five-year-old. He hasn't put in 10,000 hours in, in regulating his emotions. 
And so it's just about us reminding ourselves that, you know, my child is learning and it's a lot more for him to to handle all the situations in the transition. So yes, respond to these hurtful language as best as you can. But again, also remind yourself that it takes practice. We are not here striving to be a perfect parent because perfect parent doesn't exist. We are here, you know, we are the perfect parent for our perfect child. We don't need to master the skill. We don't need to show the perfections, right? It's, it is what it is. This is how life is. Life is about improvement. Life is about progress and not about striving for perfection. That's it for this week's episode of Race to Rise. Be sure to sign up to our email list at risewithmetal.com and join us again next time for more wisdom about life, kids, and everything in between. I am Mital Patel wishing you happy raising and rising. Rising.